millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith & Sniff, the podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things. Hello, Richard here. Now, as you might know, last week, Johnny and I met up at Baldock Services to record episode 100 of the Smith & Sniff podcast. But after we'd done that, we decided to stick around and have some lunch, as we always used to when we were at that service area. And we recorded that as well. If you're one of our patrons, you can watch the video of us having lunch in a car exclusively through our Patreon page. If you're not a patron, I'm afraid you're stuck with this audio-only podcast version. Now, there is a little bit of rustling of packets and chewing, but hopefully it doesn't make it sound too revolting as we start episode 101, Lunch at Baldock. I think I'm put some on every day, Have you? Mm. What, the Brute? Actually, yes to the Brute, maybe. Yes to the Brute. But actually also... um... Oh, my God. Mm. That's coming in strong now. But isn't it fresh Mm. and exciting? Mm. Mm. I thought so. Mm. Um... How's that? It's tart is the wrong word, but it's it's making one eyelid flicker a little bit. I never tried it before. Kefir, kefir, kefir. Do you know? Do you remember when we went? We drove that time ages ago now through Wendon Zambo, yes, the place near Bishop mm. Stortford. Yeah. Well, I went through a place in 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 Leicestershire the other day. Mm. There's actually a beautiful back road, um, not far from my house called uh, Newton Harcourt and I thought <laughs> the lead singer of Aha he's he's either the lead singer of a knockoff Aha oh yes Aha 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 but yeah not really nice place very couple of trick 1960s houses oh you know my favourite mm. my favourite kind of house very flat and wide big windows tapered chimney I saw one for sale the other day in Somerset. In Somerset, shit off. mm, It was very expensive. Really expensive for what it was. Mm. But it had that external stone chimney. Stone clad tapering chimney. Oh my god. And I just thought, that's got Johnny Smith written all over it. Well, I I, I don't want to talk about houses because it's just pissing me off at the moment. Mm. Well, it's pissing me off at the moment as well. Not, not your house worries well, me. Well, your house can piss me off. My piss you off. personal house. But also, trying to let people look round our house. Yeah. That's what I was saying. That it's, it's that there's something creepy about it. I think because there is, there is. It's letting people into the lion's den, as it were. But it's also the fact that you have to make yourself scarce. So yeah, we've got to do the running away thing. The dog and me. We bugger off when we know there's someone coming to view the house. Yeah. But I think it's weird for them because they must know. Walk away lock unavailable. Phone key disconnected. Lock manually. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they must know. It's like it's almost like you know if they just sort of they just check the coffee mug in the dishwasher, they'd find it's still warm. 
it's like it's you know that I've just been here, but I'm trying to present like this house is completely empty and sanitized. Sanitized. And then the other day when I was just about to go out with a dog, we had ten minutes before someone came around to view the house. Yeah. And then I realised the dog had done a big turd on the lawn, <laughs> so I ran out there, didn't notice she'd done a two parter and trod in part one while trying to clear up part two. Oh no, and you only had minutes to spare. Yeah. And then accidentally accidentally walked dog shit Do you know all what? over the step outside the back door. I feel mad like- panic. When you've got to get out quickly, mm. which we've had to lately because our house is for sale, I feel it's like the Crystal Maze where you've got all the people shouting, you've nearly done it, but yeah. just quit, get out, just... Bump up the cushions! Yeah, don't finish, just don't finish it. You can't finish it in the time you've got. Just get out. And quit. Got, put, well, some, put some stuff down the loo, put some stuff yeah. down the loo. You've got Richard O'Brien there dancing by the window going, just get out. Mm. You've you, you, you failed, get out. Well, I've also... Or Brian O'Richard, if, Brian. You, know, if you wanted to call him that. <laughs> he's, the, he's a knockoff Richard O'Brien who introduces our her on stage. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's, that fe- <laughs> there's that feeling of, of trying to tidy things that won't be in the house if someone buys it, like mm. your furniture. I was talking to our neighbour who's also selling her house, and she went, oh, I washed all my cushion covers. And I wanted to say to her, but you're taking them with you. But it is about creating that atmos, isn't it? It's people creating are, a People are thick. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, people are thick and they don't have, um, they can't envisage the house empty or with their own personality in it. Hmm. Although that said, we looked around an empty house. Walking through an empty house. Is it weird? Tears in my eyes. Would it be it's, t- tears? It's tears in my tears eyes. Tears in my eyes. Talking of Atmos, there's a, there's a not nice Atmos to an empty house with no furniture in it. Even though you can kind of be going, it's blank canvas. Our sofa could go there, and our shelves could go there. It's just not like that. You kind of go, Brr, mm. someone die in here. Mm. It's just mm. so that's different. Um, yeah, I can see why some friends of ours moved out of their house while they were still trying to sell it, and they ended up renting some furniture to fill up their other house. It's bizarre. It's like, how much does this cost? But they said it's, it's been we've been advised it's a really good idea. We could have just gone on Gumtree. <laughs> yeah, but I think they wanted nice furniture. <laughs> there's always a sofa outside someone's house. I was going to say, that is true. Just go and get it. And there's always a sofa. It's, 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 this house is nice, but it smells very damp and of dog piss. No, <laughs> no, I think you're mistaken. Don't sit there, by the way. Hmm. When we were doing the preparation for the photos, I just can't remember if I've always said this. I wanted to leave a car on the drive for reference. Mm, you told me this, yeah. Oh, yeah. But they wouldn't have it. No. Hmm. No. Which is a shame. Which car? The Jimny. Okay. Mm. Yeah, the Charger could go either way, couldn't it? Like, either people go, wow, cool car. These must be cool people. This mm. is a cool house. Or they just go, what the fuck? These people are so out of touch. What are they thinking driving mm. a car like that? Yeah. Well, it tells a lot, doesn't it? I was looking at houses and... And some of the, in some of the pictures, you could see the car was tucked around the corner, almost yep. out of they thought was out of shot. Oh, no, it wasn't that there. Yeah. It's like I was looking at some um, some pictures. There's this bizarre place uh, near us. It's like a it's like a sort of sixties house, and then a, another building behind quite high security fencing. And I've always wondered what it is. It turns out it was a mortuary. 
Mm. And they stopped using it a few years ago. And it's now been sort of boarded up and they're trying to sell it for development. But in the meantime, you can rent it as a filming location. And I discovered this by searching online. And the pictures that show you what it's like if you want to rent it as a filming location, there's an Audi TT convertible in them. And I was really distracted. I was like, is that the guy who took it, the pictures? In a mortuary? Well, just parked outside, yeah. But why is it there? Mm. If you were the one taking the pictures, you'd move your car out of the way, wouldn't mm. you? So mm. who else was there? And why did they have a TT convertible? It's, it's There's a lot of questions. Me. Yeah. There's a lot of questions there. Um, but mind you, it's a bit like when you buy a car secondhand and you find things in it. And sometimes they're okay things, and sometimes they're not okay things. <laughs> this is probably the. I actually did find a condom under the seat of my Beetle, my first car. Oh. Mm. Mm. What? Not 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 so a cool. used one. Well, I don't entirely know. Unwrapped, so certainly. Unwrapped. Okay, that's unwrapped. Mm. But right. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's not something I would talk about typically whilst having then, lunch. Is that the kind of thing where a? Um, an inventive and enterprising beetle owner might have used it merely to waterproof something in an emergency. Do you know what? That's a fabulous idea. There are some crucial electronics. No, electrics. Under the seat of a beetle. There's no electronics at all. To the point where my I took my son to school in it the other day because I was I, I I was a bit sort of carless for a period. Like most of my practical cars were broken. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a test car in for a week. So I drove the beetle just in time for a massive deluge of rain as well it seems so I actually aquaplaned a lot on the way home from work one day oh and I took Wesson to school and he looked at the dash and on the Beetle is, there's, it's just painted steel with a, yeah. with a chrome strip and a, bl- a blanking plate where a radio would go in hmm. the instance of mine and, and, and he said Daddy like there's nothing there's nothing on here so well old cars didn't have technology really mm. like what it was just a fuel gauge, and even then, on the base model Beetle, you didn't get a fuel gauge. You got a reserve tap. So when it started spluttering to death, you could just flick the switch and carry on. Has yours got the screen washers powered by the spare tyre? Mm. I always thought that was quite clever. Genius. Sort of. I put an electric one on one out of a scrap valve. Oh. As a fibre. Am I right in thinking that it had a... Um, a valve on it so to make it work you overinflated the spare mm-hmm. so it, and it would cut off and stop working once you got to the correct pressure for the tyre so that you would never end up with a flat spare oh I don't know about that I think it would just keep going oh really mm. uh, that's a full Mustang Mach-E mm. I, I like, like those I like the back I don't like the front the back's great it just needs to be put on the front of another car I've not drived one it's good mm. it's good I remember you saying that was good yeah. Covered in crumbs. Uh, quite nice to be back at Baldock. No, it's not. Is it? <laughs> in a weird sort of way. I, just, I feel like we're doing the stake out of nothing. Aren't we? We're staking yeah. out people's normal lives <laughs> and we've got no motive at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a motiveless stake out. Which could be Police described say as stalking. Motive, yes, I suppose that. Well, then there is a source of motive with stalking, albeit not. Do you remember a good that one. bloke that was living in his Primera that we saw once? Yes. It was an Almira, wasn't it? <laughs> right, Almira. 
and it was a cold day mm. and he got the engine running and he kept just clogging the accelerator <laughs> presumably to hopefully get some more heat out of it but I think he just fell asleep and went into REM <laughs> and his foot just slipped off the other pedal or just went onto the throttle but you know what with the fuel the price that it is now mm. no one's sitting idling thank goodness because no. they realise it's two, two quid a litre No, that's the thing though, but that guy, and then when we we started to become a bit concerned about what the bloody hell he was up to, mm. and asked the security guard to go and check on him because it looked too nosy. It was full, it was it. full of litter and mm. lever arch folders, mm. which I, I don't know what to read into that. I mean, the whole situation reeked of messy divorce. Yeah. It did. But then the security lady said that this, the car smelt of booze, which made it even more did tragic. You? Yeah. And, um, but that's, you know, that's Bulldog Services. All human life is here. You never know what you're going to see, do you? You never know what's going to take place. We could be witnessing criminal activity right mm. now. There's just people coming and going. There's a lot of generic cars, a lot of generic looking people. Maybe purposely blending in, who knows? I saw the most incredibly, well, I'm, I'm convinced it was a drug deal. Well, a bit quite a low-key one, mm -hmm. but a sort of cat-handed one because what low-key like in the Marvel films? No. <laughs> As in, I don't think they were swapping like massive bricks of cocaine. I think it was, you know, probably someone just buying weed off their local. Yeah, yeah. Garden. Just small quantities. Small quantities. But what made it, you know, I was just think if you're going to do that, just keep it all quite low-key. But the guy, let's assume he was the dealer was driving an old, old shape C-Class and he'd stopped and was blocking a junction, a side road near my house and that's how I knew because I came up behind this and I was like, fucking C-Class just sitting across this junction, that's a bit stupid. Mm. I assumed he was going to move and then he didn't and then the passenger door opened and a man got out and ran back into a nearby house and then the car moved off. But the man was wearing a dressing gown I was like, why would you come out of your house in a dressing gown, no. get into a C-class that's parked across the junction and then run off again, unless you're buying drugs? Rule 101 of drugs transaction. You have to obey the law. Mm. Well, In all the other respects. You have to. But, yeah, keep a low profile. They want to know that I'm not a police officer. I've never actually bought drugs. Um, I've had people trying to sell them to me quite a lot. I don't know what that says about me. I used to get very... Years ago, when I first moved to London, I used to walk through Camden Town. You know, anyone who's ever walked through Camden Town knows you can get offered drugs quite a lot. There's usually just blokes on that main sort of strip. Oh, the by market. the end of the main strip, you could have mm. bought yourself a potato sack's worth of mm. self-medication. Well, back in those days, it was these blokes who used to stand there going... You could have said back in the day, then. Mm. Oh, I thought I'd, I'd swear that. Yeah, you did. I'm, I'm pleased about that. But they'd be there and they'd, they'd go. And they'd always do the same thing. It was like, Sensimilia, marijuana. Yeah. Sensimilia, marijuana. But. It's a lovely girl's name. Yeah. <laughs> this is our youngest. Really hyphenated. Sensei Amelia? Or uh, would it be? Yeah, it could be. Um, sweet girl. Sweet, but my, sweet girl. But my girlfriend at the time always used to get offered drugs as we walked up that strip in Camden, and I never did. And I was always a bit indignant about it. Like, what? Why, what? Do I look like a policeman? Do I look too square? 
And she'd be like, well, you're, not, you're not buying drugs. I was like, no, but I'd like to be asked so I can say no. She's wearing a sandwich board which says, I buy drugs. That was, yeah, she had an I heart drugs sweatshirt. <laughs> that. It's like a mate of mine's older brother, Daniel, was out in London once, a long time ago, with a mate. And he woke up in the morning in his flat and his mate had crashed on the sofa and he was woken by his mate tearing into his bedroom going, Daniel, we bought crack last night! Really? Well, so they, they cast their minds back. They were really drunk in, probably in Camden Town. And this bloke came up and went, you want any? And they went, what? And he went, oh, don't worry. It's, it's not for you. And they got quite indignant and went, what's not for us? No, you, you, you wouldn't be interested. Yeah, we would. We would be interested. What have you got? And he went, it's crack. And they went, right, we'll have it then. And they bought, they bought this little vial of crack. What, just, then, just for basically just, a dare? Yeah, basically to sort of go, yeah, we're cool. What are you saying we wouldn't buy crack? We would buy crack. We're buying crack. Here's some, and they bought some crack. And then they, they, they didn't obviously do anything with it. The next morning woke up and then they panicked and flushed it down the loo. <laughs> poor, see, poor sewage system. <laughs> Gets the brunt of all these bad decisions. Hmm. You know what I mean? That well, sewage works gets an absolute pounding. Mm. Well, poor thing. A bit, like high, a bit like higher car interiors. I always feel sorry for higher car interiors. Yeah. Uh, because you just go bloody hell. Higher cars generally, they're treated so badly, aren't they? Awful. You know, imagine the clutch on a higher car. Get flailed. It flailed. Oh, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you about Jim. You know, you know Jim. I know Jim. Jim's into his cars. Lives next door to a guy who's got a Mini Cooper. Works. Yeah. Rest works. You know, with a fruity exhaust on it. The other week. Imagine if he bought one of those and it was hideously unreliable and it actually didn't work. <laughs> well, then at least you could go. Mini Cooper doesn't works <laughs> in an indignant way. It might take some of the sting out of it. You'd get an angry person on a, on a forum who's bought mm. a duffer, being very vocal about it. I think you'll find the name is slightly ironic, Mr. Cooper. Uh, So-called. So Jim's yeah. neighbour. Jim's neighbour's got a, a fruity-sounding Cooper S works. And uh, the other morning, about 6am, Jim hears it start up. And then <laughs> he hears it, and he hears really awful clutch technique and he's thinking oh, I'm surprised also and so next door still struggling with a clutch on that car I think <laughs> enthusiast he'd have got to grips with it now and then he hears it going off the street and he's and he's like oh, he probably should change up while well, the oil's still cold oh, was it, it what a joke. was it getting nicked it was getting nicked was it yeah with this terrible guilt where he suddenly went oh god I heard next door's car getting nicked and I didn't do anything because I just thought it was him being a bit of an oaf did he not hear his own car well, apparently not, or by the time he did, it was too late. A really vocal exhaust. Because yeah. normally they they unlock it and kind of push it around the corner away, yeah, a bit, yeah, yeah. or bump start it or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's rotten. Do you yeah. know car, car thieves are twats, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Well, there seems to be quite a lot of it. You know what? It, it was a it was a shit gag that I was going to use on on our on our hundredth episode. Yeah. Um, of of. The, this te Tesla, it's not specific to the Y, it's other ones. It has the sentry mode. Yes. Where 
using the cameras in the B pillars mm. and the, this one, it basically has its own either constant dash cam or mm. when it's parked, if there's suspicious activity, it just records for a period. Yeah. And then it, and then in the morning, or when you come back to the car, it'll go, um, just so you know, Yeah. you know, FYI. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like a seagull landed on the bonnet and shat mm. on it. Or just so you know, like, I don't know, a really slightly... Uh, gammon-looking bloke was looking at looking for handbags in the passenger seat. Just thought you might want to know, but it it triggered it this morning and said to me, "Yeah, eight suspicious things happened on while it was parked on your drive last yeah. night." And I looked, and every single time it was the cat walking around the car, brushing its tail against the tires. <laughs> but it shows it's quite sensitive. Yeah, right? but it would. But I quite, again, it's just one. Of, it's one of those did features. You, um, did you say to the car, "We we we can't go on together in suspicious minds"? We didn't. I didn't actually. I should have done. A little too. A little too suspicious. Yeah. Uh, caught in a trap. Caught on a loop. The, the dash cam works. Ah. I was a bit worried these discount raspberries were going to be no good, but in fact they are. Are they? That one looks particularly bulbous. Yeah, no, they're good. They're peak, yeah. peak raspberry. The thing about raspberries, they've got a very short window of... Um, yeah. of, of oh, gosh. These have come from Portugal. Look at that clattery mess. What, that, that transporter? BWT4. I'm just not interested. I'm <laughs> People think because I like classic Volkswagens that they are, I will like a T4. And I'm afraid I just don't see it as being interesting or unique at all. Did I tell you about last summer when we were on the, the Mumbles down in South Wales? Mm. And we went past a campsite... You know, in those campsites, people put the tents up and they have camper vans and things, and they often put a flag up. I was just about to say, was it a, spi- a spirally flag? Uh, there were some the spirally sort of flags. sort corkscrews in the wind. And there's, you know, someone's put up a Welsh flag and all this sort of stuff, and that's yeah. all good. Yeah. But someone was flying a VW flag. Were they? It's like, Christ, how much do you have to love your. I couldn't see because of the other things in the way. I couldn't see what it was, but I'm assuming, yeah. It'll be T5. A T something. Yeah. T bag. And it was, uh, yeah, it was obviously so beloved. Although people were so into the dub scene, do people still say dub scene? Uh, sort of, but not, not. I mean, yeah, not so much. It, it's a bit. In fact, just driving here to meet you at Hairless Penis Services, yes. I, <laughs> I, um, I saw a lady with a with a knitted beanie. Yeah. driving a VW T. It might have been a T four. Um, Camper conversion, mm. and it was it was it was puffing out almost smoke rings of, of, <laughs> of diesel soot. But not only that, the thing that caught my eye was in the back the back side window had a Volkswagen decal that it looked like it had been hand you know intentionally hand drawn, uh-huh. but in fluorescent green. Okay, it couldn't yeah. have looked more kind of like late eighties, nineties yeah. if it tried. But the, my problem is, is you 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 put all that on a van which is just not interesting looking. Like at least a bay window is yeah. distinctive or a split screen. I know they're flawed. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But there's this character there. T four? No, not really. No. I saw you on the socials the other day putting up a picture of one of your old Type twos. SDM one two nine. Is this the one that you just went? It was horrible to drive. <laughs> and I was reading this going oh, this goes, ah, I knew it do you know what it is in standard form I'm going to say the bay window is actually pretty good the split in standard form it's got reduction boxes at the back and the brakes are hideous but a bay window actually you know some of them have got discs on the front they've got ball joint suspension 
high ground clearance in standard form, so they're actually quite floaty. Okay. The gear the gear linkage is an, is a complete um, dick in a chimney, unless <laughs> unless unless all the linkages have been well <laughs> looked after. analogy. Um, um, so, but I, I I've got time for them in certain respects, but like yeah, the modified split that I had, it looked amazing. It drove terribly. I that's just reminded me of the I drove. Now I forget was this supposed to be the oldest Beetle in Britain or one of them, which I drove this Beetle collector down in Kent. Really? Yeah, years ago when we made the Cars the Star about the Beetle. God, I forgot you worked on the Cars the Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's amazing. It, yeah, I loved doing that. Good show. That was a hell of a show. Yeah. Quite that sounds a bit boastful, doesn't it? But I think they were good. No, show. that was that, that was well. that was peak Quentin. Peak you Quentin. must have been very young then. I was 23, yeah. Okay. I a raspberry on my face. Um, and, uh, yeah, we went down to Kent. There's this guy who's got a massive collection of Beatles in, in a barn. And on camera, we interviewed him, and very proudly on camera, I don't think we used it in the edit, he said, well, my my wife said to me it was the cars or her, and I chose the cars. And he was very proud of himself for this. Ooh. And his wife walked out. Did she? Mm-hmm. How many... Not on camera. Obviously, she walked out a few years previously, but he kept the cars and... And lived alone. No, he'd got a girlfriend. Um, right, okay. He, he, we met his uh, lady girlfriend. The, the, his wife uh, said, it's me or the cars, and it was the cars. He chose the cars. So he had all of these Beatles. Yeah. And the director, he was quite happy to. He lived in sort of rural Kent. There was a field next to his house, massive field, and it was stubble. And the director wanted to do this shot... I think high shot. I can't remember how they've got the camera up high, but where there's pre-drones, there's all these beetles of different ages, all just driving around randomly and sort of yeah, figure of eight and stuff like, like that. Whirly gigging, whirly gigging. Yeah. And he wanted to film this, and then he was going to speed it up and use it as just to think a transition shot in the show, make yeah. it more visually interesting. So we all get. I can't remember. Probably six beetles, maybe eight, and we're all just driving around. I had the, the the oldest one there. Bloody hell. And the brakes were absolutely shocking. Yeah, well, they they weren't cable, were they? Maybe so. Because it's very, very, yeah, yeah, very. They were awful. Possibly very the worst early fifties base model driven. Beetle was cable operated. Yeah, twenty five horse. Yes, yes, it was slow and it was uh, incapable of stopping once it had achieved any kind of speed. So we're zooming about the field, but of course, there's no choreography here. It's just a bunch of fuckwits just. <laughs> driving it back because we had to do it for sort of like 10 minutes or something to, to then be able to speed up to yeah. make it usable and um, you're driving this guy's pride and joy yes his rarest and most valuable car and for some reason he let me drive it rather than he, he was driving something else but at one point I was just sort of doing a thing and I could just turn like that and I saw the director coming <laughs> towards me in a super beetle yes and I, I was like, I saw, we're going to crash, we're going to crash. Like, there's nothing I can do. And it's like, there's no point in me breaking. I sort of turned away and thankfully he turned the other way and we just, but it was fucking close. But I was just like, the brakes are not an option in this situation. No, no. Engine they braking. Are, they may as well not exist. Yeah. Yeah, engine braking perhaps, because I think I was probably still in first and maybe second. But was... I remember going out with a guy um, who I was, was filming the guy's car and we went out to film his it was a very early split rear window base standard model as they called it so it was cable Mm. and he said to me he said I've got it adjusted as best I can but I still tweak it on the handbrake instead of using or as well as the pedal so he would almost as he was coming out to a junction or whatever he'd be doing this sort of like yeah leave it I mean I've never driven a cable beetle cable brake beetle I've never driven one that early but you need to drive my beetle at some point I will 
I worry that you'll think it's toss. And I probably uh, will, but I, whether, it's whether I feel I, think I my, can say that to you, because I know it's, it's your beloved Pride and Joy. Quite, it depends what you compare it to. It's not a slow... Being flayed with rope. It's not a slow... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what, that chair scene? Is that Look, chair scene in James you know, Bond where yes, the where bottom of the chair is cut out? It's clackers whacked with a rope. <laughs> do you want to do that again, James Bond, or just go and drive an early Beetle? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Just get the rope nice and wet, would you? Because um, that's the other thing. What I had to do... The, another thing we had Not to do in rope. the making of that um, Cars the Star was, for some reason, we needed a Super Beetle. And I went and picked it up from a lovely couple in West London who were lending it to us. That's very trusting. And the director drove me over to their house. And they were lovely, lovely people. Lovely people in sweet, sweet, people. sweet, sweet people. Yes, yeah, they love this kind of get rid of it. And we're standing in their delightful house, delightful, having a little chat in the hall, chat in the hall, lovely. And and then the director went, Oh, and we were then going to drive to a big, we're driving up to Christ knows, I can't remember where, the Midlands or the North somewhere. And the director went, Oh, before we hit the road, uh, do you mind if I just use your loop? Oh. Yes, yes, of course, no problem at all. Uh, just at uh, the top of the stairs, just go this one up there. So then I stand making small talk in the hall with oh. them. <laughs> and then he comes down the stairs and I went, Oh, actually, sorry, before we go up, we got, can I just. Yes, yes, we just, just top of the stairs. Okay. Went up there, had a was, but then the cistern's still refilling. Hmm. I went to flush it, nothing. You get that, you know, just like trying to start just, a dead car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then I was caught in this thing, I was like, Either I have to leave it. But there's obviously piss in there, and that looks rude. <laughs> or I have to wait till the system's refilled. That's going to take what another two or three minutes. They'll think I've had a poo in their house. It's the it's the it's the guest poo shocker. It's an awful quandary yeah, to be in. I think isn't. in the end I left it because I thought that was the right thing to the do. The right thing to do. I mean, either that or you just have to confront it head on and go, sorry, that's a quite hard to wait for the system to refill. I certainly wasn't having a shit in your lovely <laughs> bathroom. I think it depends on the level of hydration as well. Yes. Because you might get away with it a bit if you've well hydrated. Well, now, this was the late 90s and I think we'd been on a shoot all day. This was the evening, so the chances are <laughs> I hadn't hydrated well during the day. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, th this then leads me to one of the reasons why I'm not a fan of Beatles. I mean, I wasn't before that, but then I had to drive this Super Beetle for quite a long time that night. I was tired, and it's just that ring a dinger thing. Yeah, and there was no radio. Well, no, you couldn't hear the radio. I can't remember. Probably couldn't hear it. And I was just there. And it was just like, just. And then I, we finally got to the hotel we were staying in, and I just went to bed, and all I could hear in my head was ding a ding a ding a ding a ding. Really, fucking Beetle engine. Yeah. Oh, they just buzz along. Mm. It just wasn't. Hmm. Hey, I know what I was going to say to you. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's mildly linked to Beatles. When I was driving to work day before... It was yesterday. It was yesterday morning. Mm. Yesterday morning. Driving to um, to work. But in the morning, when I was um, I was getting Western ready for school, right? I went, out to, I went out of the back door into the conservatory and I saw a very large bumblebee on its back. Oh. And it wasn't moving. So I thought, oh, oh it's died. They get trapped in the conservatory and it was very cold that, that night. Yeah. And I thought, it's, it's fallen over and died. Yeah. I go down to scoop it up because my son is obsessed with bum, bum, bumblebees, but only if they're dead, which makes him oh. sound like he's quite macabre, but he's not. He likes stroking them. But no, I guess the, it's a natural reaction, isn't it? It's like, I, I'd like to look at them, but only if they're not going to sting me. Yeah, that's the thing. They're fluffy and they're, and they're lovely. Hmm. So I, But anyway, so I went to pick it up, and it moved like... You won't see this on, on, um, on the microphone, because it's a microphone, but it moved like really slowly, like, help me. 
Oh. You know, just moved one leg like that and it was quivering. And I thought, yeah, and it's like, I've been upside down for most of the evening and it's incredibly cold. And I was like, oh, do you know what? And I was just having my breakfast at the time. So I quickly scooped it up on a piece of paper, brought it into the kitchen. Mm. And I thought, oh, the old trick, I've seen people do it on. And I mixed up a little bit of sugar in water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in a tiny little, I got like a bottle top or something Mm. and sat it on it or next to it. Yeah. And immediately the proboscis came out. Immediately, oh. and it was and it was it was shuddering. I remember, and it just put the proboscis in, and it was just firing this proboscis in, and it was there for about fifteen minutes, and it absolutely down it downed. It was like really? it's like me. It's like you finding you asleep in that hedge, but in a bad way, giving you four <laughs> bottles of Lucozade. <laughs> Honestly, and then I realised what the time. I got a bit carried away. I realised what the time was, but oh shit, I'm actually late to take him to school. But I was in the Beetle because I didn't have another car mm. at the time. So I, I said, well, "What am I going to do? He hasn't finished drinking his, his sort of energy drink." So I put him in a Tupperware container <laughs> with a bit of kitchen roll and, and a drink. I put the top on it, and I thought it's not going anywhere. He's not flying at the moment. Put him in the Beetle. Got the Beetle out of the garage. Took took the boy to school. Then I went on to the the late break show office slash you know timber hut on a farmyard and when I got to work I thought I'll see if he's alright because he was down there by the ventilation got him out by the ventilation well down by the back seats on a beetle you've got the main vents either side and that's where you get most of the hot air but the heater oh I see the heater's famously cack though isn't it my my beetle's got heating man even even in it's sort of dishuffled state heating in my bug's always been good interesting it's one of those things where people don't assemble them right um, yeah, so so th- so I got the bee out, and yeah. it was a little bit more active. And yeah. I was thinking this is great, but then I mixed up another bit of sugary water. I'll give it another pep up just mm. in case, and it, and its proboscis came out again. Had another quick go, and then I was just sat there on the desk, and then it was it it sort of shook itself and went, come on then, let's have a go on this, and it went just like a drone. You know where they go up, <laughs> they go up about two feet, and it just sat there, and it went. He's on it. He's, he's all right. He's revived. He's on it. And it and it did it. It it, it did it. And then did like a three sixty. And then oh. there's a, this patio door, you know, like glass yeah. doors. It was like I'm ready. And it went towards the door. And I quickly opened the door. Go, go on there, mate. Go for it. And it just went out. Tipped down like a helicopter. Okay. You know, like head down. <laughs> it went full. And he got a new airball spec. And it went out into the yard. And I thought, I've saved it. I've saved. I've had a really little, a tiny little win that day. I've saved a bee. I thought you were going to say that it stung you in the face. No, it did. Didn't <laughs> it just it? Like, this is a it repaid story. your kindness. Like when I once rescued a mouse from that was being mauled by our family cat, and the mouse uh, it repaid bit, me bite. by biting my it finger. Bit, yeah. Um, I got bit by a weasel. A weasel? Yeah, our, our cat caught a weasel, and I tried to save it. But unfortunately, it had been bitten on quite badly on the neck. That is the downside of cat ownership. They, you know, they instinctively like to, uh, yeah, to do bad things. Um, Bee in a box is quite a good idea for a cartoon series. It's an animated version of you, and you go around in your beetle. In good, my beetle, good cartoon car. Yes, good cartoon. Solving yeah. problems with a bee in a box. Your your partner in. So hang on, problems. is that my special power? That once the bee's out of the box, it does really exceptionally helpful things. Yeah. Could it be my eyes in the sky? Well, there's, that's the thing. There's there's situations that. You know, a bee is better positioned to help out than a human. So, if you were, look, if you were staking out, like, let's say, a drug cartel, mm-hmm. you're a bumblebee. You're just flying through an open window. Oh yeah, no one's going to look twice you at go, a bee, and then the bee would come back and go. You go. They were not packing coffee in there. 
That's that was, how's the so uh, it's a yeah, cartoon uh, so the bee can talk it's okay <laughs> otherwise we've hit, we hit a conceptual stumbling block if we're going to be totally realistic it's a completely realistic show and you no, just have a bee an, that just doesn't do anything or is it is it, a, is it a robotic but with some AI and it sort of is okay. intelligent to a point so uh, it, what about does it have sentry it? mode like, like the Tesla which only records interesting slash dodgy goings on hear me out it's a real bee that was injured in an accident this and is, this has is, been made semi-bionic like Robo the 64 Cop. million dollar man or Robocop this is Robocop or, well take your pick really Robo B and um, and, and that so it is so it's got so Robo it's got you know, it has, has uh, a soul and it is organic in a way but then yeah. it has sort of robotic capabilities as well so it's sort maybe, of like a drone with a real brain super B micro it's a super B ultra B or oh, hang on, if it's Super B, I wouldn't be driving around in a Beetle. I'd be driving around in a Dodge Super B. Or Plymouth Super B. Uh, Dodge. I don't know. I might... Is that too on the nose? Americans would love that. That's true, actually. Because, you know, there'd be, Ameri- there'd be grandpas and be like, oh, he, he yeah. drives a Super B and he's <laughs> yeah, got a Super guy's B. all right, yeah. And the kids, are, it'll appeal to kids because kids love drones. Yes. It's got drones and muscle cars in it. Well, what if, you're, what if your Super B... Uh, is it too sacrilegious? Oh, it's in a cartoon, though. If your Super B is actually electric. Because, like the bee, it's been reconstructed with modern technology, and it's response. It, it, it feels responsible for the earth around it. Yeah. So it's being. It's being. Little, yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. It runs on renewables. Does yeah. it run on honey? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not clear on the physics of that. But oh, hang yes, on a minute. Let's say. <laughs> on a minute. Because the bee's got some. It knows. It's got it's good contact bee, in the honey. It's a BV. It's a super BV. <laughs> <laughs> Are we just throwing a load of just absolute toss out there? I don't know. I think this has got legs. I mean, super, super BV. You've seen some of the kids' cartoons out there. There's there's, there's a variable standard. Can I quality. choose the? It, it, I'd have a 1970, which has the what the binocular eyes from memory, the binocular eye front end, which is a really distinctive. It wasn't as popular as the other earlier Super Bs, but I actually I'm starting to like it more as time's gone on. Okay. Just thought I'd throw that out there yeah, to anyone who's in, interested in American mur, American muscle. American American card. American American card. Do you know what? If I was on The Apprentice. Yes. <laughs> Off of out of the television. Yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah. Richard, I'll set you a task to like dismantle a bee but keep it alive and then put like drone components in it and market it for the masses including friendly for for kids and all that what you have come back with is positively fucking genius 
It's brilliant. Did you think I would be impressed by that? You <laughs> was right. Yeah, stop bumbling around <laughs> and let's sell this product. The rest like, of you, buzz off. Yes. <laughs> Super B. B. Um, I love this. <laughs> Two of my favourite animals. A, tigers. B, bees. <laughs> Honey to the bee, that is you for me. Right. Also one of my favourite albums. Now let's go and make some money, you cluster of fucks. Billy Piper, she's an underrated pop musician. Mm. But once she was a little bit smutty with Chris Evans, and on that basis, <laughs> I might leave her a little bit alone. <laughs> anyway, oh, Judith, get Billy Piper on the off of the phone, please. <laughs> get get Billy of... Piper off of Doctor Who and that prostitute program <laughs> and other other things. She's had a long career. I won't list it all. Get her on off of the phone, off of on. <laughs> I wish the. I wish the TV series The Bill was still on because Alan would be a really good sergeant, I think. He's got a fairly clueless <laughs> he just, bumbling. Yeah. He does talk a bit like a copper sometimes, doesn't he? Like a policeman that hasn't fully understood the terminology and the reasons why they say what they say. <laughs> just sort of just throws, throws it, gets it all mixed up. It's not good with the lingo. It's a mismatch of, of the reality and, and the just made up. Is that... Talking of... Off of. Off of, all, out of, of, of the police slash the filth slash the busy slash the yeah. rosers. Yeah, narcs and all that. There's a lot of them. They stop here at these services a lot, don't they? They do. And I'm just looking. There's a Skoda Superb estate over there, and I'm thinking, is that a, is that an unmarked car? Could be, couldn't it? It's got. I mean, it's got the hallmarks. And, and actually, days, there's a superb saloon. Yeah, there I as bet well. they're working together. Both 68 plates. Yeah, but they're. And, and you can hide all the LED response lights now so well. You can, can't you? Yeah. It's Whereas in the old sneaky. days, they'd have, they'd have to jigsaw cut the grill out at the front. Yeah, yeah. And you'd see it. Yeah. You'd always see a cutout on a grill and go, oh, yeah, that's a... Well, they started putting blue lights in the sort of corners of the bumpers, didn't they? But it's like... Oh, yeah. But they were so obvious. And now it all it's all hidden within the cluster or... Yeah. They've repurposed other lights, so, like... They probably don't need reversing lights. They probably just reverse straight into stuff. <laughs> That's right. It's just a body colour bumper. It'd be six hundred quid. Who cares? Let's catch a crib. Oh man! Did I tell you the embarrassing thing that happened to me? <laughs> when you know, um, I had Richard Tipper of Perfection Valley over to clean up my Porsche, and he did an incredible job of it. Such that I, it, it was already looking amazing, and then I went out. My daughter and I had to go out and run a few errands, and when we got back. It sort of it had become even more amazing, and what do you mean? Well, it was just it was just like gleaming. It was just it okay. was ridiculous. Like the bodywork almost looked like sort of black liquid. It was so sort of clear, and it was just great. And I so luster. I was so lustrous. Luster it word was lustrous. Mm. It was very lustrous, and I was so wowed by this that I reversed my Range Rover into a bin. <laughs> Because next door, our next door neighbour has a habit of leaving the bin out in the road to reserve their parking place. Bit naughty, but they've been doing it for years. They have so. been doing it for years. And um, was this yeah. a protest reverse? Just to go. Well, no, but that's you the can thing. I was, take your bin and you can move it. Well, so 
I was, I was because I was, I was sort of saying to my daughter in the back, I was going, look at the car. And she's like, it's so clean. And I was like, it's amazing, isn't it? I'm trying to reverse park it to the spot. I just, I was too busy looking at the Porsche that I wasn't looking at the, you You're know, admiring your own thing. car and reversing your other you know, car. I reversed my other car into someone's bin, which it didn't just fall over. It kind of went, boom, and tumbled away. And then Richard went and rescued it, which was just even more embarrassing. That You've reminded me that this car, this borrowed Tesla Y, the, 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 the guys that, that own it, mm. Are Simon's mm. Simon? Um, their sentry mode picked up on their neighbour who backed at high speed into it when it was a week old. Fuck. Now they didn't deny that they'd done it; they knew they'd done it. But I think they just got in the car and didn't check the rearview mirror and just went for a space that didn't exist. Yeah. And it, and it all got caught on camera. But the great thing about that, of course, is it's you just it's it, it it's an unequivocal. You, it's you can't argue it because it's pure fact yeah, it yeah. takes up it, it really removes a lot of um, sort of hot air court letters boring yeah, solicitor so. time that, it's that clever shit yeah it's clever shit isn't it oh, yeah, it's yeah. recording now apparently yeah. I guess it? yeah I don't know why I'm slightly creeped out that there's a camera just above the rearview mirror like a permanent built in yeah. camera so. well, you can play all that weird you can play all the weird shit can't you if you want to yeah but why is there a camera though? is that like a it's like, it feels like we're in a, in a mini cab if it's got an internal camera recording what's going on that's a good question I don't know I don't, I don't understand it also something as simple as opening the glove boxes on there as well yeah it's all within the, it's all within the tablet it's always in the sc- in, within the tablets within oh, the screen something is properly DSG pr- tromboning over there I can hear it coming it's fruity is it, is it a six cylinder if they come it's into gone. the car park really hot, they, well, they might do. When it's blatantly a ten mile an hour speed limit, but they're doing a cool thirty. Some, yeah, a cool thirty. <laughs> they are, aren't they? Because they've just been doing one ten on the A one. Yeah. So, so to this them, is perspective. This feels still feels yes, slow, doesn't yes. it? Yeah. It's. I mean, I is a cool. It's usually only put in front of amounts of money, isn't it? I don't use it. I've got to be honest. No, I don't know I don't. why I just said it. It's a very sort of tabloid newspaper kind of. I think it's this. There's a one series over there look, with some kit on it. Yeah, there you go. Now, is that a, would that be a three, six? One, three, five, yeah. yeah. Um, That's low too. Do you know what? The other day, I was on a Zoom call with some people and someone on the call used the word trove but not referring to treasure. Oh, Hang on, what context then? They said we've got a trove of information. Brilliant. I went, I'd never thought you could use trove in any other No, situation. you think that they're, 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 they're synonymous, aren't they? It's so just, like, yes, yeah, treasure trove, that's it. It's just, in yeah. the same way that, you know, the word girth is only ever used for penises. No, no, horses, I would say. Not oh, really? horse penises, but actual <laughs> horses. Girth! <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's not it just, is. it's not exclusively well, dick measuring. When would you use the word girth? A horse, a horse has a girth. Um, it's the oh, uh, someone who's listening will know. I used to know about horses a little bit. But like, you wouldn't stand in the Severn estuary and go, "God, look at the girth of the river here." It's, it's just, it's, it's a you'd that say doesn't width. sound right. Yeah, it doesn't you'd sound say width, right. and yeah, sort of girth. So girth is a kind of feels like it's a very marginal word. But trove, that's like trove. You never is... say, and I was like, but you can. Everyone knew what she meant. Yeah. And I was like, That's did everyone? Fantastic. Did everyone? You stand up and applaud her in the middle of no, this? No, I this... wanted to, but I didn't. No one else seemed to sort of even acknowledge. You know, like I was looking for someone else just to sort of their eyes to widen with delight, or for them to sort of frown with. Your, did she just say trove? Trove. Yeah, I might try using it more often now. I just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm loving. Got, I'm yeah, loving yeah. I, might, I need to weave that in. Yeah. into a feature. My wife or gets home and goes, what, "Why is the house such a mess?" Well, there are a trove of reasons for this. 
<laughs> I just see how trove. I can see if I can use trove at least once a day correctly as well, not just like shouting it. Oh no, correct into a trove. Tongue. Yeah. Do you know what? It could be the name of a sort of a foreign market car that we don't get here. The Trove, the Nissan Trove. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. What's or the name of that Nissan that we don't get? The small one. Uh, it's got a funny name. It's bigger than a Micra. Oh, the Trove. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what you mean. Yeah. Or Trover. The Trover. Is a Trover a word? Someone who collects, who has a Trove, or is enthusiastically oh. pursues Troves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting bogged down. <laughs> Troving. Trophy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so now, sculling. Sculling's a term that you don't. Well, sculling is just inexorably linked to pints of lager, really. Isn't well, it? Swi- swimming. Swipping? Swimming. Oh, swimming. Swipping? I'm not just making up words. <laughs> yeah, just, you, you, he's trying to catch me out. No, he's swipping. Oh, yeah, you're not well, You don't swimming. say swipping. Oh, weird. Um, sculling, yes. Rowing, isn't it? Oh, you might do it in the row. It's a row. It is a sort of um, yeah, skull. A skull is a. It's a rowing it's a technique. Type of row. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but what the? Are the, are the sirens connected to whatever the hell that was? That was just that is a, that's of, I, that's got to be a um, Morris Minor with blunderbuss conversion. Yeah, maybe a a Morris Minor with a very very aggressive twin carb setup on it and very very lumpy cams. When you come off the throttle, it actually cuts the ignition so that when you go back onto the throttle and it reignites, there's loads of unburnt fuel kicking yeah. about it. It just properly, like, just jettisons well, it. Well, it's just a button that just releases fuel into the exhaust system yeah, and shits and giggles. I remember people used to do that. It was really shit and crude. Hated it. It's, <clears throat> I just, yes, it's, it's just quite off. moronic, isn't it? It's just not it, It's just too mor- It's too moronic. I get it. If you, want, if you want, if you want a fruity exhaust, I get that. You can, it can work. But, no, don't. Don't start cutting the ignition or flamethrower kitting it or any of that jazz. It's what just... What is the worst cat-handed modification you ever saw in a car when you were at max power? Oh, God, you haven't got long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't people just, just punch holes in the silencers of their exhaust to try and get a bit of extra noise out of them? Oh, yeah, yeah, people to get a nail and bang it through. Yeah, people used to do that. It was, I mean, uh, I, I was terrified of ill-fitting nitrous kits. <laughs> Ill-fitting because <laughs> just spraying it through the vents. Just yeah, because you know that there's 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 various ways of doing nitrous, and there are ways of doing it properly. Mm. But most of the time, when it was all the fashion, Fast and Furious was responsible for this. Mm, Everyone yeah. wanted a, a, a NOS kit. Yeah. The problem was is a lot of them were just fitted, um, and they would introduce an enormous amount of nitrous, kind of willy-nilly. Not on. You either have it full throttle or progressive. But progressive requires you to set the car up right. I yeah. mean, I drove this guy's Civic. I remember it well. He kept badgering me to drive it during the feature, and I just wasn't interested in driving it. No, I'll just do the shoot. It's fine. Anyway, he kept wanting me to drive this thing. This, he's, it's got a 200 shot of nitrous. I mean, it had a st- like the engine power again of nitrous, and it was undrivable. I'd say it was largely undrivable, and I, I just thought at any moment in time I'm going to get components of the engine just smash their way through the bonnet <laughs> and just rain down on us, or I'm going to get a shrapnel wound. And I'm going to get a yeah. VTEC shrapnel wound. Yeah, that's the bit, isn't it? You just go if this goes really pear-shaped. That's I'm what I worry about. Yeah, you know, like the hot metal is going to shower down, or just a, just a, a cog, a cog in the eye. Yeah, a cog Ow. in yeah, or in the temple. Hot tem- cog in the, in the eye. Yeah, a little bit of cam in the temple. It just um, reminded me, talking of badgering, I just remember a, a story that TV's Jeremy Clarkson used to tell about, he was shooting one of his old you know, Christmas video type things, 
and uh, for, for some inexplicable reason they're in an airfield and there's this bloke who's brought down this sort of like modified Capri of course and he's from you know sort of like Sheffield or somewhere and he's and he and they've got a Ferrari there they've got a back then like a 360 or something yeah and this bloke's just like like Capri we'll have that Jeremy's like yeah of course I could make it no serious get it up there do a drag race Michael Brie could have that <laughs> Jeremy's like I don't think it could actually they've got like a 911 turbo there as well yeah so, I'll, I'll take that, that. Porsche, that Porsche I'll, t- I'll take it on Michael Brie could have that Jeremy, yes yes the Ferrari and the Porsche of course yeah that, that, that what's that GTR yeah Michael Brie could have that as well and they just display all day everything Michael like Brie could take that yeah Michael like Brie so at the end of the day, he went, all right, come on then. So Jeremy's like, finds the whatever it is, the Ferrari, so he thinks it's the fastest car. Goes, come on then, all right, all talk, let's do it. Capri just fucked off into the distance. Did, destroyed yeah, everything. Badly. Unbelievably tweaked up, uh, but done well so that it was sort oh. of able to perform when required. How yeah. long ago was this? Oh God, like probably about 30 years ago now, so it was 25 years ago. So I'm hoping that the driver did have quite a sort of loose-fitting leather jacket. Oh yeah, I would, <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. Dark, dark brown? I don't know. Or black. I, I black. Do, yes. I see. I'm seeing a, a like a tracky tracky top, like a you know Adidas stripey tracky top. Oh, are maybe. you? Yeah, maybe. But with a leather jacket over the top, though. So it's that weird maybe. combination of sports gear and kind of like de- undercover detective gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the, it's the combination that? which doesn't quite work. What was that picture you sent me the day? Who was it? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it was Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, collar and tie with a leather jacket. Yeah, and a straight An incredible tie. Look. That yes, was, a straight it was tie. A, it was a premiere of a film that came out in about 91. I think he'd just done Batman not that long ago. Uh, when was that? Batman was 89, mm. wasn't it? So, But that would still be... Because that was, was quite peak. Keaton? Uh, would that have been... Peak uh, Keaton? Well, Keaton sort of went away and then came back again, didn't he? Did, he, he did, he so, did do a comeback. And, and then he did what? He did, like, probably, Birdman. Yeah, he's probably he's better good. in middle age than he was then. Yeah, he is one of those people who's kind of improved with age he has. in many ways and but he did uh, have that look about it. and I think I did say to him in fact did I not I think I said to you in the text when I shared that picture of Keaton <coughs> saying what, I'm absolutely certain that he drives was it an Opel Manta Berlin yeah he's done <laughs> <laughs> and that is that is the identikit of yeah yeah, a Manta yeah. Berlinetta pilot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just was amazing. No offence to anyone who's got an, a Manta Berlinetta, well, of course. Um, I mean... <laughs> God, I bet Keaton's never even seen one. Or maybe he has. Maybe he did a spell of filming in Germany, or he's got some ancestry Well, hang Germany. on, they did that. They did that Batman film in Britain. What, the 89 Batman? I'm pretty was sure. It was Tim Burton, wasn't it? I'm sure they filmed that. Now... In '89, I'm almost certain. I can't remember if that's the one where they built the Gotham City set inside one of those massive hangars at Cardington, not uh, that far from here. Actually, yeah, the it? airship, the airship. Yeah, sheds, yeah. They built a whole city set inside one of those for one of the Batman films. I think it might have been that one in '89. I did not know that. They definitely built a big set somewhere for it. Well, uh, Cardington I'm is sure a big shed. But yeah, because I guess they wanted to be able to just light it because it's always dark in Gotham City. It is. Some it's moody. You know, they do the last Batman, the one that's just come out. They did all that in Glasgow, though, and then doing Batgirl up there at the moment. And apparently, so I haven't seen Why? that film because because Scottish government are giving them a backhander, or I don't know. Well, someone I saw someone saying that the gritty the, streets of Gotham, aka Glasgow. 
Well, somebody said Gotham's never looked grittier on film, and it was like, and I saw someone on social media who's Glaswegian going, makes me very proud that finally Gotham can look as shit as it's meant to by going to Glasgow. <laughs> I I've been to Glasgow, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, Glasgow's a really nice place. I, I think like it Glasgow used to be quite grimy. But... Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I'm, I think in places it probably still is, but it's, yeah, it's a really cool city. I had a great night in Glasgow once where <laughs> this, this, this mate of, and we met up this mate of a mate who owned a bar. And we went to his bar, and he went, oh, it's like a Monday night or something. I was up there with work. And uh, this guy went, oh, a bit quiet here. We might as well go back to mine. And he just pulled two vodka bottles of vodka from behind the bar and went, right, let's go. And <laughs> just locked up? Well, no. He left his staff running the place. Oh, okay. But it was just really quiet. And he was like, oh, that was here. We might as well go back to my place. We can, you know, just crank up the tune. So we went back to his, you know, sort of big apartment buildings that are old buildings in Glasgow we went to one of those <clears throat> I'm just no. thinking of two b- bottles of vodka yeah was that on a work night yeah oh wow I was I was hanging the next day and I had, oh. to, I was, I had to do some work and it was awful but oh gosh we went into his flat and it was a massive flat and he had no furniture and in the living room there were two bean bags and a double <laughs> mattress on the floor I mean, it was a huge room and a big telly with a would have been playstation like original playstation that PS1 because this was in grey this was 20 odd years ago and I looked around it, but it was a beautiful place. It was just like, he just went, oh, this will be fantastic. I assumed he just moved in. So I went, oh, it's lovely flat. Have you just moved in? He was like, oh, been here for years. So he just lived like that. Wow. Like he was quite a successful guy. He had a W124 Cabrio. A Cabrio? Mm. And that was, this would have been about 2000. That would have so, been expensive. So that was still, yeah, quite a valuable and nice car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, so you know he was he was doing all right for himself, but he yeah, he just he lived doing. in this incredible. He was because he was I think he was a bachelor. He just he just beanbag and a big TV and a PlayStation, yeah. And he just basically used to sit on the beanbag play, play PlayStation until he was tired. And he just go over and get. <laughs> now blokes are just shit creatures, aren't it's they? It's bizarre, isn't they it? Really, yeah, are. just go about. Well, you say that, but it's like I wouldn't have lived like that. I'd have, I would have gone. Wow, I've got a really nice flat here. I will do my best to make it as nice as possible. It had this sort of, the I'd kitchen, like I think, had a sort of glass way. roof on it, so you had this kind of view out the back as well. It was a really spectacular place, but but he had no furniture. Which is the point that I admit that sadly I couldn't be bothered to buy a bed for a year, and so I had an I had um, a camping double mattress, you know, an airbed, but it developed a puncture a slow puncture <laughs> so I would frequently wake up in the morning oh. on, on a hard floor <laughs> I've had that with completely it, with but instead of yeah. I was in my early 20s and I had bigger fish to fry it seems so I just never repaired I just used to pump it up and go to bed and wake up on a flat hard floor for, I, for months I had the same thing we're staying at somewhere and it's a very odd feeling isn't it when you're not expecting it because you're like I went to sleep on something soft I've woken up on something yeah. very unyielding what's going on it's like someone's on? lifted you up and put you mm. somewhere else yeah it's disorientating yeah it's like that time when we, my first lads holiday when we went to uh, Rhodes when we were 19 and one of the boys fell asleep on a camp bed uh, naked um, <laughs> and oh, the other lads got back from the club at like dawn and decided to carefully lift the camp bed up and <laughs> take it out of the apartment oh. and put it outside the door of another villa. He <laughs> 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 was asleep naked on a camp bed. Oh my and god. And then they rang the doorbell and then they ran away and we got told off by a pair of ladies who were very angry that we'd 
that we disrupted their morning and, and ruined their holiday. And and meanwhile, my mate woke up so disorientated, like, I'm in a bed. I'm in the bed I went to bed in, but I'm outside. What's going on? <laughs> That's just reminding me, when my dad... Very good, good fun. When my dad was a young man, he was an engineering apprentice in rugby, and he lived in... They used to call it digs, where basically it's like you yeah, know, it had a landlady, sort of redoubtable older lady. Yeah, he had, had a room in, in a house. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> well, he had a room in a house that he shared with another guy, a mate of his. Did I have a hand mason in one corner? Oh, probably. My I don't dad, know. My dad's digs did. Yeah, it's the kind of thing they would have, isn't it? Yeah, it sort of doubles as a B day and a, hand, and a wash basin, apparently. So, one night, his his roommate stole the orange glass light off the top of a Belisha beacon which is they're quite oh, big yeah, and they're, they're quite heavy they are yeah yeah. and put it in my dad's bed and my dad got <laughs> he was pissed I think this guy and my dad 60s, got back though, right? yeah it was it would have been the 60s hang on what have yeah. yeah. No way. It would have actually probably been the fifties, still late fifties. F- okay. Okay. Right. Okay. When and so, my dad got home, found this thing in his bed, and I went, "Oh my god! If if our landlady catches me with this, she's going to be, you know, she's going to give me a right bollock. You probably throw me out or something. I can't risk that." So he <laughs> gradually he hid it under the bed and gradually broke bits off of it and smuggled them out of the house. What? In his pockets. What? <laughs> I know. Because he dared risk. How scary sneak... was the landlady? Oh, I don't know. I guess quite scary. But yeah, he's like, I dared risk that. I guess she never went out. Or, I mean, what, that's, or maybe that's something odd there, Rich. That he just he didn't want to risk trying to leave the house with it intact about his person and get caught because that would be the worst thing possible. So he thought laterally and he just <laughs> he just broke it up. Do you know, you've just reminded me because I think Daytona happened the race not long not that long ago. Yeah. And I got a, 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 a text message from Tiff who'd gone out there to do he does these corporate events where he chaperones people. Oh out, yeah yeah yeah, and yeah. Gives them a VIP tour and yeah. talks about anyway, he loves Daytona. And rightly so, but I, I'm... Is it because he gets to go to a strip bar? He, he, he loves everything about Daytona. <laughs> so I've told you that time we, we went out to film the 50th Daytona um, for fifth gear with him, and we were staying in a condo. I, I use the term condo because that's how it was referred to. We don't, mm. we don't use the term condo over here. Yeah, and I'm never quite clear what that is. It's like a bedsit. No, I think it's an apartment. Well, studio flat. Studio, like yeah, a studio flat. Like a large studio. Anyway, mm. so we were all living in the same condo it had three bedrooms or four bedrooms mm. and Tiff was in one of them and anyway one night Tiff had already got a bit pissed off with me because I insisted that we played crazy golf instead of going to a strip club I was furious <laughs> there was a late night I've told this story I'm sure there was a late night crazy golf course which had like a real crashed plane in it and real crocodiles that was its sign. what? It's, it stayed up till about two, 2 in the morning it was still open as a crazy golf course it was floodless oh, yeah. and it had a crashed aeroplane as part of the you know the setup, the yeah, yeah, scenery. Yeah. What, and like had, a light aircraft or an yeah, yeah, like a like, like a little Cessna thing. Like a and, it, and it had it had um it had a load of crocodiles that were alive in in like a lake in the middle. Okay, no, anyway, so it was that. cool. I really enjoyed it. Tiff didn't enjoy it, <laughs> and <laughs> because he wanted to be looking at boobs. He wanted, yeah, he prefer, he wanted to go to a skin bar instead. So, but we had we had a few drinks, but um, and Tiff had got a little bit well oiled. 
on the way back and on the way back while I th- I'm getting this right while he was in the bathroom brushing his teeth we all thought it'd be fun we sneaked into his bedroom and his bedroom was had some odd decor decor in it for example had a very large canary cage but with no canary in it okay so it's just sort of weirdly ornamental so we filled his bed with all of the ornaments from the the house and the and the bedroom just stuffed he had this huge bed you know like you know, a big American Yeah, bed. yeah. Huge. We filled it. And then we ran out. We did all this in, in under five minutes. We ran out and all went, pretended to go to bed. And yeah. then just turned the light down. So he came out, he came out of the bathroom, just sort of snuck in. And then, and then went, lifted his thing back. He went, fucking Smith, Smith. Fucking, what the fuck are you doing? And he was barking. He's throwing a canary cage out. He was very angry. <laughs> not like, not like nasty angry, but he just he was he was moaning at me for being such a. But yeah, that's what that's what he did. So instead of oh, going to a man. skin club, he got late night crazy golf, some drinks, and, and a, a bed, bed full, full of trinkets. Of tat. A bed full of yeah. Oh dear. There I once go. went somewhere where I stayed in the same room as a mate, but in you know, different beds. And while he was in the bathroom, I thought it'd be hilarious to put a fire extinguisher in his bed. But unfortunately, when you put a water fire extinguisher on its side, it's prone to leaking. Um, so he pulled back the cover. Oh, there's a fire extinguisher in my soaking wet bed! <laughs> was it really yeah, wet? Yeah, it was really wet. <laughs> uh, and uh, fortunately, then, we found a cupboard full of bed linen so we sort of improvised what say, then. and we remade his bed with lots of sheets so that it sort of soaked soaked so yeah. that he could have a night's sleep uh, because I think he I don't know why I didn't right I mean I don't know why I didn't just say he could have my bed but I but you didn't or maybe he said it's fine we could, anyway nevertheless um, but we what, we had been drinking and so our logic wasn't necessarily the most crisp and what we did what we did with the with the wet sheets is that we simply opened the window and pushed them out onto there was like a, a sort of quite a wide ledge outside the window so well, we just you threw them out the window we didn't throw them because they, they just they were on the ledge outside the window so we we'll, we'll deal with this in the morning but let's just put them out there for now because Woke up in the morning to the sound of rain, so the once slightly damp sheets were now absolutely soaking wet. Oh, so we God. pulled them in, and there was a an armchair in the corner of the room. We just put them behind the armchair, and then we left. <laughs> the armchair—it's so pathetic. It's so it's pathetic. Not, it's not a master criminal move, is it? Oh. But the thing is, there was no comeback from that, and yet they so easily could have been because they knew exactly who we were, and you know had all our details. So. It's, it's just like delivering a hire car back, parking it in a tight corner of the car park when you've gashed one yeah. corner of the car. Like, do you They're not think they've seen out. this shit before? Yeah. Of course they've seen this shit before. Yeah. I remember that time when I was I was on Max Power and, and we were doing a couple of shoots in Spain and um, I had a hire car, Toyota Corolla, and I parked it really close to um, solid marble. I remember this now. <laughs> solid marble. Or it could be highly polished concrete, you know, the ornamental concrete. Yeah. Um, park bench. Oh. And we, we we had it there for all afternoon. We were doing static photography of a couple of these mad, mad modified cars. And then unfortunately, we, um, the photographer was like, oh, I want to do some sunset shots. So they'll be good for the cover. We got uh. some glorious sunset shots. And then it was sort of dusk slash early night time. He was, he was packing all his camera equipment up. And I just... I just forgot that there's this low <laughs> vandal-proof bench. bench right at the front of, oh, and it was a, it was maybe a foot away from the front of the car. 
<laughs> but I did that. I did that sort of energetic start the car, select first, and just drop the clutch and go. Oh Cause god! Because I, I just I could just see it completely. Open. Hang on, what? But the impact speed must have been what three? Because oh, it was, it was three. just like but that it lunged. much ground to go. It just lunged. <laughs> it lunged and it immediately took a big smack to it, and it took a huge. I mean, all oh, the sort no. of lattice grill, the lower part of it, mm. just got mauled. Mm. It didn't do the um, the rad. Oh well, that's. But so, I decided to not be cowardly. I actually. I actually went and omitted it straight away and so cool that the Spanish guy running it just went it's okay and I never got I never got asked for any money I mean that happened to me though I went to the south of France with Evo and I flew down there and they said when you get there go and pick up a hire car at the airport change a plan so you just need to go and rent a car an estate car that we can use for tracking photography yeah just and we'll you know expense it back so I did that I went to the thing I got they, they gave me a Peugeot 307 estate SW yeah. SW got there immediately I got to where everyone else was you know we've got the cars it's car of the year I guess so we've got all the cars to drive I handed this car over to the photographers you know sometimes photographers can be a little bit they're not Terrible mechanically sympathetic yeah. yeah I've seen a few get crashed at the hands of a so I think it was, it was like still that that first morning after the night I'd flown in when one of the photographers came over and he went a car you rent is broken what? How can it be broken? It was a brand new. It had sort of like fifty kilometres on it. When I picked it up. He went, yeah. It's just it's all all like it'll go into um, second, but first, third, fifth. It won't. It's just, there's nothing when you put it there. It won't. It's weird fault. So you had to start off in second, then you had to get enough speed up to go into fourth. <laughs> it wouldn't. You just pushed it across to, to any of the odd numbered gears. And there's nothing there. There's nothing there, and it would just ping back into neutral. So it's still drivable, and they used it with some monumental clutch abuse <laughs> for the rest of the time we're there so it's about four or five days oh my god but then I had to take it back to the fucking hire place and it's on my credit card because I haven't X'd it back oh. and I'm saying to Harry this is going to be alright oh yeah don't worry okay we'll take care of it don't worry. I was like, but yeah they're going to charge me for a new gearbox at this rate because yeah, we will. frigged this car yeah all the way driving back to Nice Airport I'm practising in GCSE French how I'm going to explain this are you really yeah yeah un problème avec Le boîte de vitesse. <laughs> Le vitesse numéro 2, 4 et 6, c'est bon. Mais 1, 3 et 5, pas mal. Ne, Normal. Il y a un problème. Et, 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 and, and I was, I was just trying. How am I going to do French, this? Richard. Well, I had a long time to practice. It. A three hour drive. I got there, I went, bonjour. And the lady went, hello. And I was like, Oh, she went, yes, I speak English. Yes. Went, oh, right. Okay. So I was like, oh, I've rehearsed this now. I feel almost let down. I had no chance to unleash it. But I went, right, there's a, there's a problem with the gearbox in the car. She went, okay, it's, it's fine. I went, you know, but it's like, it's, it won't, the gears, there's just something very wrong with it. Half the gears aren't working. <laughs> it is fine. Have a safe flight home. That's it. And didn't give a shit. Nothing. Amazing. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful that people like that Remarkable. exist? Yeah, Especially yeah. when a car... I mean, I damaged mine, it was my fault. Yours sounds like it wasn't yours or their fault. Well, probably not. I suspect some... Considering it was a new car, I suspect some kind of manufacturing defect. Unless Tiff had borrowed it. Yeah. Just, he'd gone out to France Yeah, he only did before. like 5Ks in it, but they were very intense for well, you know about his um, clutchless gear change um, addiction. Yes. With yes. Cars. Oh my God. Yeah. He he taught. Match the revs. And, match the revs. Yeah. He tried to teach me how to do it in a in a Mark One Land Rover Discovery pool car from the BBC. Oh my God. <laughs> there was at one point where I got it wrong, and there was a 
thunk back oh, at that long gear oh. and it almost I felt like it, it broke my arm oh no no no, no match it match it match it yeah he used to and then I watched him doing it and it was quite impressive oh, he was very, very good at it it's just not very mechanically sympathetic is it no it kind of hurts no it, do, it does hurt it does it does but that's racing drivers love you. love hurts <laughs> but, but the hire car company H-E-R-T-Z <laughs> love hurts Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.